hello and welcome to Cinema Shock. I'm Gary Horde. Hey, I'm Justin Bishop, and welcome to another Event Horizon Extras episode. Uh, if you have listened to our full episode on the film, then you know uh, that one thing we talked about was that Event Horizon was influenced by a few classic horror films, which should make uh, you know our job of picking out a few options for further viewing pretty easy, right? So if you're new to this uh, or, or you haven't listened to the show in a while, in our further viewing segments, we kind of try to answer this simple question of, hey, if I liked Event Horizon, What's another movie I should watch? You know, pretty simple. Now, these picks can be other movies from the same filmmakers. Like if you're like, well, if you liked how uh, Paul Anderson did Event Horizon, then maybe you should watch this other movie of his, which is not the direction that either of us, I think, will be going going today. But uh, you can do it that way. You could do, you know, another work by someone involved in the film that shows a connection to this one. Like if the writer had written something that's kind of thematically similar or whatever, or it could just be a movie that is made by a completely different group of creatives that just feels similar or is influenced by this movie or a movie that influenced it. There's a lot of different directions you could go to pick out a movie that just feels like it's the a perfect double feature with Event Horizon. But like if you're a real big Sam Neill fan and you, yeah. you, you're thinking Jurassic Park and you believe dinosaurs are demons. <laughs> that's a direction you could go so there's a lot of directions you can go especially with this movie so our goal today is for i think each of us uh to narrow it down to one perfect choice for a movie to pair with event horizon uh so i'm gonna i think i'm gonna let you go first on this one gary what if Wait, you were we're to, supposed to have we're supposed to have one perfect choice no you can have multiple choices but only one can be your official number one pick for further uh, okay yeah because i've got several I'll, I'll movies go. that i can suggest for sure but i've got one that will be my my official event horizon further view okay all right well so am i supposed to use that one first i'm trying to figure out the rules here i got seven <laughs> movies here that i want to get seven okay just start wherever you want to start all right my first one i was going to mention i did this in order by year they were released actually so first movie i would mention uh, that I thought of was in 1985, and it's one we've talked about on this show before from Toby Hooper and Dan O'Bannon, Life Force. Oh yeah, that's a fun one. That's kind of a kind of a space horror, except yeah, it's, it's set on Earth though, right? Yeah, it's on Earth, but they find like the vampire alien vampire lady. lady. Yeah, and yeah, which I just thought naked. would just be a fun movie, and she's fully naked, this. just like Sam Neill at the end of the <laughs> Horizon. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. So. Anyway, that was my first one. Uh, do you want me to keep going or you want to yeah, go? Yeah, keep again? going. Let's go. All right. Next one I thought of was uh, this just felt like an early 2000s horror uh, that would fit right alongside this one. If you're looking for a similar vibe that also has a similar plot. I think nobody else likes this movie probably, but I think it's been getting <laughs> love recently. Okay. 2002's Ghost Ship. Ghost uh, Ship. Steve Beck. Yeah. I don't remember anything about it except for the opening scene. That's the scene everybody remembers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But which I remember being I pretty the cool that I remember the rest of it not living up to that. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's, but, but they're basically the, the plot of the movie is all these people die on that ship and then people go to find the ship and get on it and shit starts going. Okay. Weird. Well, that, that's that it. Sort of that thing, makes sense. So. Yeah. Similar plot. Yeah. Uh, something else similar. I thought from Neil Marshall, 2005's the descent. Mm -hmm. I like great that movie. One. Great movie. Yeah. All right. So if I had to pick an official one, my fourth pick here would probably be like the, okay, this is the 
obvious official one. And that is from 2007. Danny Boyle, starring Cillia Murphy, Rose Byrne, Chris Evans, Michelle Yeoh, Benedict Wong, aching to be rediscovered, especially with that cast. I'm talking about yeah. Sunshine. Yeah, it's great. People, I, I feel like Sunshine is underrated. And I, I love Danny Boyle as a director in general. I like a lot of his movies, most of his movies. Uh, Sunshine feels like it's really underrated. And yeah, some people in that cast have gone on to be big, big stars. Some of them were already big stars at the time, but some have gone on to be huge, like Chris Evans, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's a good movie. I, I haven't seen it in quite a few years. I think I've only seen it... I might have only seen it once. I might have seen it one time after it came out, like on DVD. But uh, that's a good pick. Another space set horror movie, although that one leans a little more into the sci-fi stuff than this one does, probably, and gets a little yeah. more, a little more surreal or abstract at the end, if I remember right. Does that it does, right? Yeah. yeah. It gets way more heady, uh, yeah, and for longer, I think, yeah, for like the weird. There's like a little bit of weird horror slasher kind of stuff i guess yeah yeah with the guy at the end yeah but uh all right any other other runners up yeah uh 2014 i really like this movie again it's what i feel like it doesn't get enough credit and it's uh found footage from john eric dowdle it's as above so below it's about uh they're not exploring they're kids like trying to make a movie like in the catacombs or something right yeah but they're in the catacombs and France and uh and they find hell basically ah, so. bummer hate when that happens yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um and this one is from 2015 and I did not think of this on my own I have to give credit to somebody else online somewhere that just mentioned feeling the same way about event horizon as they did the first time they saw this movie and I haven't been able to stop thinking about it but from 2015 s Craig Zoller Starring Kurt Russell, Patrick Wilson, Matthew Fox, Richard Jenkins, David Arquette, Sid Haig, Bone Tomahawk. And All right, what a an weird... Yeah, yeah, this is like my Todd pick of the day. But <laughs> it's just like this weird thing where like, as I was thinking about, I love this movie, but then they go off. Somebody gets kidnapped in their place and they go to mm-hmm. find them, but it's like these guys going on an expedition kind of. Yeah. And when they get to the place these people are fucked up and oh, yeah. it's like a fucked up experience for everyone. Yeah, like, but there's there nothing some... like supernatural or anything about yeah, it. Yeah. Nothing supernatural. So it's like, it's not that, but I feel like I can get where the person was coming from. That the vibe is kind of similar. Like the, yeah. your insides feel the same. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it, uh, interesting to me that, of all of your picks, though, only one of those would be what I'd consider like cosmic horror or like sci-fi horror, and that's that's Sunshine. Your your official pick. Yeah, I would say Sunshine's the most like obvious choice. I felt like these others are like I could say that like if you were thinking like strictly on like Lovecraft terms, he's he's done some stuff with like where I think that a sit would fit like kind of the vibe he was always doing too, yeah. like where you're down there and you don't understand these people that are like living in this area, yeah. this like undiscovered group of people or like ghost ship is still supernatural. And so sure. like, there's, I mean, you could remake like that. ghost ship in space and it would actually be pretty good. A pretty good idea. Yeah. For a movie, you know, <laughs> like yeah, I mean, which is almost what this, this is uh, only in that it's their actual 
like spirit. I think they're actual ghosts and ghost yeah. ship. Yeah. And uh and as above, so below is hell. It's just set mm-hmm. in current times and it's like exploration and then finding this thing. And it deals a lot with the seeds and as above, so below part of the hell factor is like it's showing them terrible events from their past and they're oh, having to okay. relive these moments and s- stuff. So there's like that they have seemed to have a very similar concept of yeah. what hell would be for these people. That's interesting. I wonder if that was, at, if the writer of that movie was at all influenced by this one because of that. Cause that's like, I mean, that's not necessarily like a trope that you see often in horror movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Um, so maybe that's why I felt it is like, they just had like hell seemed like the same place. Like this could be just set in two different time periods. Yeah. So, huh. But uh, oh, I also had 2018. Uh, uh, I had Overlord. I thought Overlord was kind of fun. And, the Nazi uh, zombie movie? The Nazi zombie movie. But they're like, aren't they actually demons in that? If I remember Are they? Right? I can't remember. I've only seen it once. I, I remember like enjoying it. The Nazis it. had brought back demons or something. Oh, like they opened a portal to hell with all their occult shit. Yeah. Yeah, I don't so, remember. I, I, I don't remember. Fun. But it, I do remember liking that movie and th- thinking it was pretty cool. I also wrote down just because if you've never, if you're a gamer and you've never played Dead Space, it is 100% based around this movie. Oh yeah, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> also, like, I, I read that Philip Eisner, the the writer, was also heavily influenced by Warhammer, which is not a game that I've ever played. But I haven't either, but I saw that too, yeah. I, I've seen a lot of people that say that Event Horizon could almost be a Warhammer like sequel or prequel or something, you know, but I don't know anything about Warhammer. I mean, I know that it exists, but I don't know anything about the plot. So uh, I think it has something to do with the fact that there's a little bit that it leads into of how this something affects like the people, like something's infecting the people and turning okay. them into like, so I don't, I don't know, something like that. It's hmm. a similar thing. It feels like, I, I guess some of the basic plot points are similar. Interesting. So is that all your picks? So official pick. Yeah, I think I hit them all. Official pick would be Sunshine, though. Sunshine. And so, you know, when we talked about the movie, for this is kind of where I went with my pick. When we talked about the movie, uh, we talked about the influence of The Shining and The Haunting. So obviously those are pretty easy picks because there are a lot of comparisons, I think, especially with... I'm going to say especially with The Shining, that maybe especially with both, it's just been a lot longer since I've seen The Haunting. Uh, The Shining is a movie that I watch often. So I know it very well, but you, you can definitely see the influence and in where, you know, when they were making Event Horizon, they were like, hey, we're making The Shining on a spaceship. And there are a ton of, you know, parallels from, but the biggest one being that, hey, they're in this isolated location in the middle of nowhere, can't reach anyone else. And then, so that that's number one on one hand. And then on the other hand, you've got the idea of this place being evil not necessarily like a ghost or whatever you i mean there are obviously spirits or something involved but the really what the shining is about is that the idea that a a location a building can be possessed or to be be haunted or be evil you know yeah uh and i like that they that's kind of something they pulled into event horizon and then of course you've got dr weir who is sort of the jack torrance character in this, not in that he's a caretaker or anything like that, but in that by the end of the movie, he's gone full on psycho. And you don't know if like he started off that way and, or if he's possessed by the, by the ship or if the 
or vice versa if the ship is possessed by him like you don't really ever know where this source of evil is that's that's taking over both of them so that that kind of has some, some parallels with the shining as well um so obviously those are easy choices because Paul Thomas or Paul Thomas Anderson, Jesus. Imagine if Paul Thomas Anderson made Event Horizon. The, <laughs> the needle drops would be great. Way better than the orbital songs that we get in this. <laughs> Paul W.S. Anderson, though, he, he specifically mentioned The Shining and The Haunting. So obviously either one of those are going to be great double features with this. Uh, but another one that I thought of, um, I actually just thought of it this morning because it's got the Sam Neill connection, but it's in the, in the Mouth of Madness. Uh, the oh, John well, Carpenter movie, because it's very yeah. Lovecraftian, you know, like obviously yeah. it's a very different story than this. But, you know, we talked in our episode about how Event Horizon seems to have been at least somewhat influenced by Lovecraft, like the idea of this unknowable, unseeable evil. And that's really what In the Mouth of Madness is about as well. I mean, that 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 movie is I love it. It's it. I would not if I didn't know any better and somebody told me it was a, an adaptation of a Lovecraft story. I would believe it. I mean, it's, it's even the title is titled after in the mountains of madness, which is one of Lovecraft's most famous stories. But, uh, so that, I think that would make a good double feature as well, especially if you want to see Sam Neill in horror mode again, which obviously he's done other horror movies as well, like possession and you know things like that. Uh, but neither, none of those are my official pick. My official pick is one that we have name dropped a dozen times. Uh, on, on the episode on Event Horizon. And so it makes it feel like it's a little bit obvious, but my pick would be Clive Barker's Hellraiser. I mean, it, it n- nothing that I read indicated that Philip Eisner was specifically influenced by Hellraiser or even Paul Anderson necessarily um, plot-wise. Although I do recall, and I can't find the source on it, I do recall someone mentioning that... Um, the core drive that, that like rotating core drive and Paul Anderson kind of, when when he was talking about the design of it, he kind of wanted to talk. He he wanted it to be designed sort of like the, um, the lament configuration from Hellraiser, not Uh, in the shape exactly, but in the fact that it's got all these moving parts and the way that these parts move is how it opens up a portal into hell, which in Hellraiser, you know, the concept of hell is very, abstract it's not like this underworld place where the devil lives and i feel like that's the that that's the main reason that i kind of wanted to make that my pick is because the, their versions of hell are kind of similar to me where it's not necessarily this like place that's written about in the bible or whatever but it's this like other dimension where things are just a, a, a dimension of chaos is how it's described in event horizon you know uh but the idea that hell is not like this mythical place with this other dimension. That's like a physical, actual place. It feels like, you know, so they, they had that sim- similar feeling to me. Uh, even though Hellraiser is arguably th- the better film, <laughs> you know, the, but the, the concept of, of hell is done in a way that I've, I don't know. I've seen a lot of other movies do, you know? Well, uh, and, and you saying that now, I can't believe I didn't even say it, but the, 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 just the fact that there's a blood orgy scene feels like something right. straight out of Hellraiser, that mix of pleasure and pain. These Yeah, exactly. it really does. And when, when Weir sees his wife, when he sees that like uh vision of her, when she's got missing her eyes, you know, she says right before she, it, it cuts 
to her holding her hands on his eyes and then it cuts to him t- ripping his own eyes out kind of that great shot yeah. that kind of pulls up she says i have so much to show you oh, and that's yeah. almost an exact quote from hellraiser <laughs> you yeah. know uh so it feels like and i don't know if that was intentional or not i, I didn't see that referenced anywhere but when i watched the movie i was like that is she's quoting pinhead <laughs> she is practically <laughs> right. almost word for word quoting Pinhead in that scene. So it feels obvious, but I didn't actually see a lot of people comparing Event Horizon to Hellraiser. And it feels like the most obvious one to me because Hellraiser is this thing that's always felt like cosmic horror to me, me even though it's not oh, yeah. set in space uh, other than part four. <laughs> but it's not it's not like a, it's not a sci fi franchise at all. But something about the horror of Hellraiser, which we talked about a little bit in the full episode, just feels cosmic in in, in that Lovecraftian way. And I, I don't know if Barker was influenced by Lovecraft in writing it or not, but it definitely feels like it's got that in its DNA, you know, like they both have that in their DNA, this uh, event horizon and Hellraiser. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I, I don't know that I've ever read what Barker thinks about Lovecraft either. I'm actually interested in that now that you say it. But like he, yeah, it's just like, I think I said it this way in the episode, but just this unknowable thing that's mm-hmm. like on the other side on a, in a different dimension or on a different plane or something, you know? Yeah. I don't, I don't think anywhere does it say necessarily the Cenobites are from hell specifically. Right. That's just know, what like everyone it. considers it. Plus, it, it is called Hellraiser. Yeah, and it's called Hellraiser. But I mean, I mean, that's kind of how like Event Horizon is. It's like hell's what you would. It's the closest equivalent you have to what this what this is. Yeah, that's what Weir says. He's like, hell is just a word. Like the reality is much worse. Like hell is just yeah. the word that we use to understand this place that he's been to, and that's kind of like the the Cenobites realm as well. Like the, we we would call it hell because that's a myth that we've learned. But in reality, the place they live is unknowable to us. Just like the yeah. other side of the event, the other side of that that core drive, that black hole in Event Horizon. It's like, yeah, you can call it hell, but it's not like fire and brimstone, you know, the devil with a pitchfork poking people. It's it, this is something much worse than what your human brain could imagine. And you could almost even get like Doctor Weir, like in a, um, like in this movie with like Hellraiser. There's like Julia who is trying to help Uncle Frank or whatever. I'm not, I'm not trying to get so far deep into this, but I guess my point <laughs> being is like, one of the things I said in the full episode was like a lot of the evil just even comes from the people making the decisions that they make because of their obsession with this thing. Yeah. And with something else going on. And so like they're willing to do horrible things. And so a lot of it is just about, you can almost look at Event Horizon that same way that like, I, who knows what Dr. Weird, like if he's actually possessed or going crazy and like he's, why ever these things are happening, a lot of times it's the people doing these things because they're just like mentally unstable. Too. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that's my official pick, Clive Barker's Hellraiser. And it happens that I watched it a few days before I watched Event Horizon. So it was really like fresh on the brain uh, when, when I watched it. So I couldn't help but compare the two as I watched Event Horizon. So that is no, my we, official we pick. We talk about the 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 sphere or whatever in the ship. I'm like, man, mm-hmm. that, that would have been awesome to have it like kind of similar to the Lament configuration. Yeah. Like, kind of a cool look. Yeah, it's great. So uh, 
that's what we got. That's our further viewing. Sunshine from Danny Boyle, Hellraiser from Clive Barker. I think that's a pretty good. Those are either one of those would make a pretty damn good double feature with Event Horizon. Uh, but we would like to know what our listeners think would make a. If you've got a better pick, if you if you have a movie that you've seen that you think that because. I mean, there are like millions of movies out there. We can't think of everything. So if there's something you've seen that you think would make a perfect double feature for whatever reason with Event Horizon, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram or X or Threads or whatever. Cinema underscore shock. You can find us everywhere on that. And let us know what your further viewing is. We need to come up with like a hashtag for that, right? Like like hashtag further viewing. No, that's, yeah. that's probably used. That's probably out there. Like hashtag CS further viewing, like Cinema Shock further viewing, CS further viewing. Maybe that makes sense. Yep. Yeah. Hashtag anyway. CS further viewing. Yeah. But, but make sure you mention us, let us know what your further viewing picks would be. And uh, I'm very curious as to what our listeners would come up with. And, you know, if you, if you tweet at us or thread thread at us or <laughs> mention us on Instagram, like in your story or whatever, we will absolutely repost it and, and maybe even give you our thoughts on your picks. But uh, I, I always like throwing this kind of stuff out to people because um, other people's, make connections in different ways, you know? So it's really cool to see like Todd, like who would have, who would ever guess any of Todd's further viewing picks ahead of time? Nobody. <laughs> Cause his brain <laughs> goes in completely different directions than ours do. Uh, so we yeah. want to hear your picks and, uh, and even Todd who is not here today, but he can, he, he, by the time this episode drops, I think he will be in the UK somewhere. So Todd, if you're listening, let us know, what are your picks? It's probably going to be a Star Trek movie. It'll be like, which one's the scariest? Which one's the most the scariest Star Trek movie? Like the one think. like part like Undiscovered Country, maybe? Or Khan's I mean, Khan's got the the earwigs, which thing. traumatized me as a child. But. Yeah, but on uh, uh part five, uh the final frontier, I think is what it's called. Uh they're off to find God. Yeah. That would oh that's be. true. Bring up their religious it, we're giving Todd too many ideas. Let him come up with his own. <laughs> <laughs> there you go also the borg in general i feel like now that i'm thinking about it are like kind of this weird race too like this they're like, they're star they trek's from? answer to the cenobites yeah they're just like this off of this other so there's that one next gen movie where they you know the borg are the main featured villain first contact there. yeah i think it is first contact it's first right. contact well anyway i am at justin underscore bishop he's at this is gary horn the show is at cinema underscore shock cinemashock.net, all that stuff. Until next time, may the wings of liberty never lose a feather and be excellent to each other. 